you're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. So let's go the way we started on Sunday. If you were here on Sunday, we started going along a particular direction. And uh, so let's read again Ephesians chapter 6. And we start from verse 12. And we'll read 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Against what? What's the third one? And the last one. If you were not around on Sunday, you'll need to get the message on Sunday. So we said it took us about eight weeks. So we started part one. And we looked at the origin of demons and the devil himself. And we look at three. <laughs> you remember, right? Hallelujah. The reason why we are talking about this is not to make people demon conscious. So I've been saying, I like saying this again and again. If you are watching me or you are beginning to listen to this message, we are not a deliverance ministry. So we are not about to start talking about demons outside the word of God. We just want to show you what the Bible says about these beings and what the Bible says about Christians as concerning evil spirits. Hallelujah. And this is becoming very necessary now with what is going on in our nation that suits saying has been mistaken for prophecy. I get what I'm saying. Because so many people don't know the difference anymore. And let me also say straight away, the Spirit of God does not work in conjunction with evil spirits. Okay? Alright? So sometimes you watch African magic and they show a pastor and native daughter working together. <laughs> that is why it's called magic. African magic. So something that is the same thing. It will shock you that in the last one week, how many cases... Or people sending me SMS. I don't know how many people listen to the message on Sunday. Between Sunday and today. Asking me that is it right to use a soap that they are praying for to have your bath. Do not bring demons into your life. If you have such soaps and you are listening to me. Go and throw it away tonight. It will destroy you. Nobody use soap in the Bible. Why are you using one? Why have we turned African Christianity to native? You know, it is very easy. What, what? That's why we are sharing this. Except you are led by the Spirit of God. There was one that somebody sent to me on YouTube. I just shook my head. Oh dear Lord Jesus. One of the most popular in one of the African countries. Who claim to be walking on the cloud. They showed him coming from the staircase. All of a sudden, they stopped showing the upper part. Two people carried him. Common sense. I said to my mother, I saw the I said, our drama group will do better. There was one that raised the dead, raised the and the dead man was eating, eating shortly after that. You know, when, when people bring cameras to do all these things, it's an indication of somebody looking for popularity. It's an indication of the absence of the Spirit of God. Only the gullible will believe such. Are you following me? And these things are multiplying. 
different prophets. And when they deal with people, people castigate the rest of us, all pastors. So don't mind churches. Just collect your money. Listen to me. That's why we are warning and teaching. You see, you are qualified to be deceived when you don't know the truth. And you should pay for the deception. That's nothing wrong. People go for Bible study, they run, they don't want to go there. Then they, they hear themselves so, so, say there's one. Once you are told that you have an issue, one auntie calls you, let's take you to one pastor, you are beginning to journey away from your Christian faith. How many people don't know? Hallelujah. Somebody told me my sister living in a foreign country told her to go and see a prophet here in Nigeria. And then she called the prophet on the phone and the man, first of all, he said, I send me money to uh, buy this and buy that, that we're going to use it to pray and all those things. And you know, and he, because she has, she, she, by then she had listened to me about two times. So it's not that it doesn't sound right. Say, no, no, see, it has results. It's not like that. And I, she came to us and said, Don't sell yourself to. What will happen is this. When you submit to yourself, who lays hands on you is very important. When you go see such people, the activities of familiar spirit, which you might look at on Sunday, are started in your life. It becomes very difficult. The day you disobey what they ask you to do, there will be repercussions. And they will tell you that it's because you disobey God. It is not God. It is because you submitted yourself. That's why you are going through this. Believers must understand the things of the Spirit. So we, we read on Sunday. So these are the classes of evil spirit that we talked about. But let, let's read uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. And then we'll read the one we want to read today. Are you following me? Don't miss Sunday. I've been telling you. So don't be awesome. Amen. The Bible says, lest Satan should get, this is why we are doing this teaching. We are obeying the scripture. Lest Satan should get advantage of us, for we are not ignorance of his devices. When you are ignorant of his activities, it will take advantage of you. So church must teach people right things about the realm of the spirit. Otherwise, the devil will take advantage of Christians. And he's taking advantage of many right now because the teachings of the word on this uh, subject matter is very scarce. Hallelujah. So the first one to look at tonight, Ephesians 4.27. Bible says, give no place. Give no place to the devil. It's a command. It's also an instruction. Give no place to the devil. That means, that gives an idea that Satan cannot operate until he's given a chance. And we are going to look at different ways. That's what we are going on Sunday. But I will start a bit of it tonight. How do you give chance to the devil? That means he does not operate until you give him an opportunity. One. Number two, it also means that you can control. You have something to do with whether he is operating in your life or is not operating in your life. I don't know why I mean put this direction. I want to read something. Let's look at, um, it should be Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10. I want to check something there. God gave a warning. Because of the messages I've received in the last two days or three days, should I bat with this? Should I, I want to tell you something. The Bible said, there shall not be found among you anyone maketh his son or daughter to pass through fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, next verse, or a charmer, or a consulter or with familiar spirit, wizard, or necromancer. That is somebody that brings up the dead. 
You know, um, when King Saul in 1 Samuel 28, when King Saul discovered that he had disobeyed God and he could not hear from God again, and the Philistines were coming, this is what happens to people always. Once there is pressure, three years into marriage, no child, four years after graduation, no job, suggestions will start coming in. King Saul also felt that he couldn't pray and God wouldn't do anything again. So he told them, at the beginning of his reign as a king, he sent away, he obeyed this Deuteronomy. Everyone that had a familiar spirit, everyone was banished from town. But when the Philistines were coming upon him, he had used all his energy pursuing David and he had lost out in relationship with God. So he knew that God wouldn't answer him anymore. So he told the servant, find me somebody. I need to hear from the realm of the spirit now. Can you get me somebody that has a familiar spirit, a necromancer that can raise the dead? And they said there was a woman at a place called Endor and saw this guy himself. And he went to Endor. That's uh, uh, 1 Samuel 28. And he went to Endor. And a witch came up and she said, Who do you want me to bring you? He said, Samuel. When Samuel was alive, he used to be my guy. Now Samuel is gone. I need a word. Few hours from now, the Philistines will overrun our country. Somebody has to tell me what to do. And the woman said, She did that. She said, The gods are coming from the hearts. And Saul said, Who did you see? He said, An old man. And he described. And he said, that Sam, he said That must be Samuel. Then Samuel started talking, Samuel equal to the woman, and gave number one. What he called prophecies were words of doom. And your children will die. I want to tell you something about evil. Number one, evil spirit know what a man does not know. So that somebody gives out a prophecy or says in the realm of the spirit, they are open realm. If you are a man of the spirit praying, you will know things beyond your mind. If you are also a man possessed with evil spirit, you will know things beyond your mind. So, not only God's prophet can know spiritual things, witches can do better at times. Because the realm of the spirit is an open realm. Did you get what I've just said now? So, native doctors can tell you things. Palm readers can look at your palm and say things about your past and about your life. It is because there is what is called familiar spirit. See, I told you one time, for everyone sent into the world, there are angels watching over you. There are also demons assigned to you. Now, the demons go, when, wherever you are, wherever you are, now, part time, the demons are either just there stranded because of the prayer atmosphere around you, or they are very active manipulating events. Now, this is different from a, a demon possessing a person. It's just a demon hanging around, frustrating and manipulating events of a person's life. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. But if it's a man of the word and prayer, they might be there because they are signed by the devil, but they have no control over you or your family. They cannot actually get involved with your activities. So that's what I say, give no place. But when your spirituality wanes, and you become carnal, and you become careless, and you take some wrong steps, which you might look at in a while, we are going to look at on Sunday how David and how the devil entered Judas and how the devil tricked David also into numbering the people leading to destruction. So David was an anointed man. So no matter how close a man is to God, it's your responsibility to keep them away. This is why you should watch what comes around you. See, 
the days of careless Christianity, they are passing. We need to be very serious because what is happening in these last days? It calls for seriousness on every path. It doesn't call for fear. It calls seriousness. But these guys are very subtle. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Now, let me just say something about this. It was not Samuel that was brought up. This is what this scripture explains very clearly when you talk about people that they call after somebody is dead and then the person is reappearing somewhere. That is a very demonic phenomenon. It's not God. The Bible says it is appointed for men to die. How many times? Once a person dies. Now, this is the point. This is where people get confused. It is very easy for demons to take on the appearance of a person. If you are very familiar with African magic, witches do it a lot. Somebody might want to attack somebody and put up the appearance of another person to make it look like that's the person attacking. Is that true? If you are in Africa, you understand what I'm saying. It might be difficult for a white man to understand. So it's a common trend. Now, if people can do that, Satan can do much more. So when a person dies, see, this is um, oh, bless God for people that know the word. Papa Egan told us this story. There was this pastor, his wife just died. So the church told him to go on vacation just for him. He said, don't worry, just go away. So they paid him. said, just go for 30 days and go and clear your head, rest and relax. And he went to a town that was not popular, a local town in America. And he got to that town and he was just taking a stroll from his hotel room in the afternoon and he saw they wrote on the wall of a building there will, there will be service here, service holds here. Oh, he said, wow, oh, thank God I have a church. There's a church I can go to. I don't know anybody here. I'll just sit at the back and be watching the service. So he came in at the time they wrote for the service and he sat at the back and he saw people. It looked like a church. I see people sat down, so he too sat down. All of a sudden, the people disappeared. They didn't see them again. Now, a keyboard appeared on the stage and the keyboard was playing, um, um, what was the name of this song? Rock of Ages, clear for me. And then a woman dressed in a funny way appeared playing the keyboard. Then someone that looked like an angel came to the pulpit and said, you are pastor, so, so, so. Your wife said I should tell you, and the man said, No, my wife is dead. She cannot send the message from the realm beyond. The angel moved back. Listen to that song being played again as he was following the song. Ages. Came back again, said, Pastor, so so your wife said I should tell you. He said, No, sir. My wife is dead. She cannot give you. If that should happen to some Christian, they will fall for that. From that day, that spirit will begin to control you until it will destroy the person. Dead people are not permitted to bring a message to the living. It is forbidden. Now, what happens in many cases, I say, since there is a familiar spirit, the spirit knows you inside out, everything you are discussing and everything you are saying. So, if a non-believer dies, the spirit can take on the appearance of the person and linger around the family, deceiving them that it's your mother appearing to you, and keep saying things. Once they receive the message, once. Once they receive the message, once. They are giving the spirit a legal right in their family. Are you following me? You know, this thing has happened to some, and they think they are spiritual. We don't know that they're under a spell. They think it's a normal thing. It's a good thing. So you say, my mom, anytime something wants to happen in her house, my mom will just appear and tell me my dream. You're late, mom. What I just told you now, many people don't know. So people tend to just tag along with everything. It's okay. 
A living, a dead person cannot bring a message to a living person. And when somebody died in Enugu and they are seeing him in Lagos, it is not the same person. It's another spirit appearing like that person, manipulating people. That is all that is to it. Nobody crosses to this realm beyond only to come, except if you are raised by the power of the Holy Spirit. Few hours after the death, or like Jesus, three days after Lazarus. Otherwise, it is appointed to man to die once after that judgment, not hanging around. Did you get what I just said now? You see, Africans still want to be oh, oh dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> this is you know, I really want to obey time today. So, I'm going to tell you something. Are you following me? When Jesus, after the resurrection, he stood beside the disciples and Thomas said that, Lord, except I put my hand inside there, I will not believe you are the one. That means I have to feel you, I have to touch you. So he came and he put his hand. Then he said, my Lord and my God. He was surprised. He finally believed. Jesus said that, blessed, he said, Simon, I said, no, Thomas. He said, you, he said you, you have seen me now, you believe. He said, blessed are those who have not seen, who have not seen me, yet they have believed. God dwells in the realm of the spirit. If you want something physical to represent him, it is the beginning of your perversion and error. African gods are tangible. They are cut from woods. And when an African native wants to help you, he gives you something to hold. We have imported that into Christianity. So we want to put oil in our pockets to now know that God is with us. Even though the Almighty God has done the greatest, he doesn't want you to hold something to represent him. He lives in you. But if you have African mindset and you are not transformed, Oh, somebody that has been washed in the blood of Jesus is using a soap to watch for fortune. What, 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 what a sad experience. Somebody that the Holy Ghost dwells inside is putting something under his pillow. Psalm 23, you open under your pillow. When the devil will deal with you, first of all, close that psalm and close, <laughs> give you close mark, close marking. You know, it, it's amazing. So, so, so if the demon sees Psalm 23, so he will run, oh, Psalm 23, I'm going. <laughs> what, will Psalm, what is in Psalm 23 that scares a demon? That you are put under your pillow. You put a Bible under your pillow, so you think fire will come from the Bible. And then it will attack. The living word is the one that lives inside you. The one that is on your table is logo. It's just paper and ink. It gives you information. It is when he enters into you that they become something living. Did you get that? Yes, if a bullet does not enter a gun, it cannot kill anybody. Even if I stone you with a bullet, little pain, it won't do anything. For the bullet to be effective, it enters a gun and then it becomes a different man. The same object can throw up and catch. Let them put inside the gun. The equation changes. The word of God inside you is what manifests. It's what causes the power of God to flow, not the one you put under your pillow. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. 
listen, people, and all of you here and those who are watching me, let nobody tell you to come and go somewhere. You are about to make a big mistake when that is happening to you. When you pray in your room, God hears. Period. This is very important. Because these things are multiplying more and more. All over Nigeria and the body of Christ. Look at how many people chunk out prophecies every time an event is about to happen. Prophecy about American election. Prophecy about this one. Prophecy about that one. And how many of them. That's how you will know that certain people in some churches are under a spell. They cannot leave. The Bible taught no testament that if a man gives a prophecy and does not come to pass, I, the Lord, I have not sent him. But people sit in a congregation of somebody who tells you that what will happen, it doesn't happen, and they sit there again on Sunday. Something else is working. And the reason why there are those who are actually genuinely called, who are getting into this thing also, because it is what is invoked. Nowadays, prophets everywhere, and oh God, I was watching during the week, and they, they were beating, oh heart, open, open, swallow all my enemies, oh heart, open. And they were banging the floor for about one hour. I said, look at these idiots. This is painful. And my talk to the heart, talk to the heart. And when they finished, they said, heart, my people have spoken to you. You know, it's not very much like me to be criticizing, but it, this thing, they turn your stomach. And you wonder, it is because the knowledge of the word is absent. And check it. Once people have problems, they become desperate. And when you begin to worship whatever you call your problem, it multiplies. If you have handed it over to the Father, some issues, there is nothing you will do about it. They will have their time. After a while, they will disappear. That's the truth. Because some issues are to train you. And to grow you up. Yes. If God allowed Moses to lead Israel out, the day he went to kill one Egyptian, he would kill all of them in the wilderness. He had a problem with anger. Forty years of silence. When he came back, he became the meekest man on earth. The Bible said there was not a man on earth that was as meek as Moses. When you are leading sheep for 40 years and you're not talking to any man, you'll be meek. Your words will become few. You'll get used to not talking. So before God will hand over that kind of power that he could open his mouth and ground will open under people, he will force to make sure that this kind of person will not misuse the power. If God wants to really heavily anoint you, he will make men provoke you before then. Till you get to a place where offense it will leave you alone so that you don't kill God's people. Are you following me? Yeah. It's the truth. Joseph, as a boy in his father's house, would not have been able to adjudicate over matters very well. He must get out of the father's house, become a prisoner, a servant, was a servant, he was a prisoner, and later a prime minister. That is the only way you can give justice to all. As a small child, you can't rule a city. But if you have been among prisoners, you've been, he was a servant in Potiphar's house, later went to prison, then he came to the palace, you can understand and lead everybody very well. So God needed to add that to his CV. So he does not forget whatever he says to you, but there is a process. It is true. Hallelujah. Number one way is where people give uh, place to the devil. 
all these things I've said. You can open a door by having any kind of contact or fellowship with any unclean spirit. And that can come by you submitting yourself to somebody that has an unclean spirit. Demons are very strategic. Once you submit yourself by allowing them to pray for you or by receiving an object in form of handkerchief or anything from them, the control begins. The spirit that you have authority under Christ over will be over you and be ruler because legally you went for it and allowed it to come. If you have any object here that is not by the spirit of God in your house, go and throw it away. There is no neutrality in this realm I'm talking about. You are either of God or of the devil. Whatever you are holding. This is very important. They gave it to us in our family. It's our family stuff. They just have to come and drink water. The water in our village. Why must you drink it? Are you following me? Hallelujah. I think it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 that Paul said that the food that the Gentiles offered to, offer to idols and I don't want to keep company with idols. So Paul recognized the fact that there is a way, a posture you can assume that we allow demons to start coming in and controlling things around you. We will go, you know, look at many things. This is where we have to exercise caution also in how we watch films. We will look more at this on Sunday because um, a weakness on your part is needed. Everybody here, like everybody, and everybody does not fall for the same type of temptation. So based on who you are, this, the trap is set based on who you are and what the activities of your life, what they are like. This is why it is possible that somebody can, by chance, maybe it's in a room and he puts on the TV and there's a pornographic song somewhere, after two, three minutes, switch this up, it might not affect, but to someone else, that is the beginning of serious problem. Even though the one that might not affect at the beginning, if he continues to watch repeatedly, we are going to look at deception on Sunday. We look at oppression. We look at obsession. And we look at possession. Hallelujah. Let's take this one last today before we go. Matthew 12. When Jesus talking about when the unclean spirit went out of the man. Matthew 12, 43. Is somebody following me? Are you with me? Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. See, this is why when Christians have marks on them, marks, incisions made, if you are born again, you must recognize that you have authority and demand and declare that you are free from the effects of those things. Demons are very, they have high level of entitlement mentality. Because I told you, there are more demons than human beings, so they are very homeless. They need accommodation. Really, they have accommodation problem. Demons, they do. I'm serious, really. That's why, look at this scripture. When the unclean spirit, this is Jesus talking. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walked through dry places. Look at the next one. What's the next one? Seeking. The way you look for a house. Seeking rest and finding none. There are so many of them. So, they look for, that is why anytime you cast out a demon, they are coming back. Whoever, we are going, when we get to the issue of the Lord, we talk about this. If a demon leaves a person, 
you, the apostle must fortify himself. You must not be found empty. That's what Jesus said. So look at the next thing. Then he said, I will return to my house. That means demons, they talk. Look at what he's calling it. This is a woman they are talking about. He's calling it my house. The, uncle, Bible said the unclean spirit left the man. He's calling the man his house. Can you imagine? What an... <laughs> Look at this audacity. This, he said, I will return to my house from where I came out. And when it's come, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. Ah! Oh! <laughs> he saw water bed there. <laughs> he saw plasma. How many inches now? <laughs> he said, wow! <laughs> but this demon is very, very smart. Look at the next thing. Then he went. He didn't enter immediately. When he saw the house, oh, beautiful. He said, so that I don't get this lodged again. He called for backup. The Bible said that he take it with himself. Seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of the man. Maybe somebody said to that man, in Jesus' name, come out. And demon left. Ah, So he said that this house is now beautiful. I will not be ejected the second time. So he went to look for companies. He looked for several demons more wicked than himself. And they entered the man. And the man, the Bible said the man became more miserable. It shows that demons communicate and they network. So they are wifi. They network, they communicate. It called those seven guys. This is why <laughs> people don't know what happens when you stand before somebody, anybody who fraternizes with the realm of the spirits. When you sit before them, the predominant issues of your heart will look like a tablet that is being written on. So they can tell you what you are going through, what you're about to say. And that is why when Nathan does able to speak inside cowrie and they, they just toss it down, they tell you what you are there for. Because the bordering issues of they are like plain. So they, to a man whose eyes is open, they are just there. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important. One of the key ways of quickly telling between a prophet called of God and a showman that is a soothsayer, check the end result, check the approach. Once it's about trying to prove something, that is what will make you tell somebody the color of their bra to give a prophecy. The color of their, all those to give a prophecy. Whoever did, who did that in the Bible? It is easy for you to tell that with this, what this guy say is just rubbish. Yeah. But people get impressed by all these things. Ooh. I'm like, wow. Wow. Oh God, this is wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The unclean was looking for a place to set. It also showed that not everywhere is conducive for a demon. The spirit came out. What I wanted to get from this is that they, they, the obsession they have for occupying human beings, they want to come in. They desperately want to come in. And when they do, they don't want to come out again. They don't want to come out again. Lesa Somra in Philippines commanded an evil spirit to live a year. 
it became a national. That was how it gained ground in Philippines. They were broadcasting on radio. They brought the best of medical doctors. Initially, they thought it was a joke. The girl was crying in an asylum where she was that some things were biting her. When the, the most qualified consultant in the country was brought in, she was in a kind of cell. She would go pass out and then they would see marks on her. The man said, I don't believe all these things. So he said, I'm going to observe myself. Until the demons are coming again. About one quarter inch deep into her skin. Blood splitting out and the doctor saw it. He was trembling. That someone was in his, it was, it was a mission in the Philippines then. It was, so they decided to broadcast on the national radio. And when he heard, he started bled. Lord Jesus helped this girl. And God said that, I will help her if you go there to cast out spirits. I can't come from the able to dislodge this, but I have given authority to men. So he fasted for one day, and he went there the following day. But when he told the spirit to lay, the girl became well. All the people gathered, pressmen and the rest. And all of them were humbled. But as we were going, the spirit came back upon the girl and said that, you see, she's not a Christian. So someone said, get out in Jesus' name. Please be led again. He said, let the girl to Christ. As we were going again, the spirit came back again. He said, she has not told us to go. They are like that. They are like that. And you don't entertain demons by asking them questions. They will deceive you. They tell lies a lot. And they entertain a lot. What is your name? I am Morovia. <laughs> In my secondary school, we saw a lot of that. Where are you from? Behind the seven mountains. They are just entertaining you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh, blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. We worship you. We bless your name. What's today? Wednesday. Monday night into Tuesday. Maybe because of the direction we started going on. Monday night into Tuesday. I don't know whether I sat from my bed or online. I can't remember that I found myself in a building. It looked like an Hindu temple, sort of. And I was really challenged by one of the girls in the temple that you, we want to are saying. You know, I just looked at her and, uh, <laughs> what an, what an, <laughs> listen, we have to teach, we have to talk about this. I hope you have all been blessed tonight. We are moving, it's a long journey, and I will need, so the final part where he's talked about authorities that Christians have over the spirit, over this, all the spirit, whether principality, whether power, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name. So when Jesus said, I give you power over all the powers of the enemy, for you to know how powerful your power is, you must also know the power of the enemy. If I say I give you more money than so-so person, you must know how much that person has to know how much you have. Is that right? That's why I'm sharing this with us. And then I'm also warning seriously, get rid of things that are unclean around you. Get rid of things that are unclean around you. Do not seek a soothsayer. Do not seek a necromancer. Many of them are wearing suit and tie right now. They are not. A, they used to be in the village before, but now they are in town. Because town is where the money is right now. And you have to understand, by their fruits you shall know them. There is a warning for the body of Christ all over the world now. There is a mix-up in the church now. The mix-up is huge. You can't tell which is which again. All kinds of things are happening. Every day now you see YouTube or pastors being arrested for burying people in the church. People being caught red-handed for trying to bury somebody. Where did we get into all these things? One of the key ways of knowing people like this is that they can never teach you the word. 
the devil can never duplicate a very powerful message that changes your life, that causes you to be more devoted to God. But he can easily duplicate miracles and signs and wonders. In the Bible, there's what is called lying signs and wonders. When the Antichrist arrived, the first prophet that works with him will deceive the other what is called lying wonders. There are p- things that will happen and people will wonder at. Except to are rooted in the world. The Bible says that except the days be shortened, even the elect will not be saved. And that's what is happening right now in Nigeria. There's so much mixture that people don't know which is which again. Be careful. What I'm sharing with you now, we even annoy some Christians right now, because they are so much into it, they sin. Once you start looking for some, that's why I want them in Abiyokuta. A meeting ends, a man of God has prayed for everybody, is going now, some people are running out of time, they still want him to pray specially for them. That's how it starts. When you glorify your problem above all, somebody stood up for one hour, prophesying, praying for everybody, you still want to see him outside, because your case is special. I will show you how your words can even submit you to demons also. Even after prayer, something has left you, but as you run to say that, you see, I need they come back. Because by your faith, you are saying that of all that happened in the church, nothing has happened to me. Until the man touches me. Why, why, why are we becoming unbelievers more and more? We will get to the point that we talk about how they separate families. There are direct manifestations, there are indirect manifestations. Will lift up your name. The first sign, one of the first signs that the enemy is around is that doubt will start rising in you. Or fear, one of the two. Doubt or fear. I will talk about Judas Cardot on Sunday. The reason for betrayal in churches, fighting, attacks within the church, splitting and everything. When Judas spirits, Judas spirits. Hallelujah. The nitty-gritty of Christianity, the abyss of Christianity, the foundation of Christianity is to walk in love and to forgive. If you cannot understand that, you are going to be used for much evil. There is no church will go to that people will not annoy and offend you. That's why the beginning of your Christianity is to learn how to forgive. Learn to forgive in advance, learn to love. If you have taken the church to be a family where you belong to, that is why our parents are doing better in this regard. Hallelujah. God will silence Judas around you. Most importantly, God will not let you yield to any negative force. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll talk about influence, which is totally different from attack. A person can be a good person and be influenced momentarily to do something bad. And that is being by the devil. Yeah. Satan can influence wife to say something that crushes the husband down completely can use the man, can influence the man briefly to do or say something and the family is in serious crisis if we get there, we look at Ruth and her husband, Naomi Naomi and her husband, Ekiona who left because there was a temporal famine and lost all their two children and the man himself died in a foreign land decisions and all these things David sat on his throne Joab told the Augusta, don't number them he said, go and number the people and the Bible says, Satan moved David to number them. And he did. They sat with him. And the Bible said, And Satan entered Judas. And he betrayed the very master that raised him. In the presence of the anointing of Jesus, Satan still entered Judas. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you for tonight. We walk in your grace. In the name of Jesus, we walk in your wisdom. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. 
I have a lady to also talk about how a grandpa or grandma can have a particular spirit when they die. The spirit lingers around the family and can enter another person, another generation, and begins to carry out the characteristics of that kind of. All this we explain from the word of God to show people that this, this is the happen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. We have authority. Say, greater is it that is in me than the one that is in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.